This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, right now, I want to talk about uh, an article I just saw online. Now, spoiler alert. There's a new movie out called Cruella. It's about Cruella DeVille, the, the villain from 101 Dalmatians. You know the Disney movie? Yeah, yeah. Emma Stone plays Cruella. Classic Disney bad guy. And it's, it's like the origin story. It's like how she became Cruella. And... Okay, again, a spoiler. If you haven't seen it, if you're going to watch it and you don't want to know this, this is your last warning. But in the movie, people are freaking out online about this. It it reveals the reason she hates Dalmatians so much. <laughs> Specifically Dalmatians. Yeah, because she's, uh, she's out to get those 101 Dalmatians in the original film, right? Yeah. Why does she hate Dalmatians so much? Jim, think of the most cliche, ridiculous reason that Cruella could hate Dalmatians and I bet you'll be right so it's a ridiculous cliche I, I, I'm guessing okay I, well my gut like my instinct says she got bit by a dog she got bit by a Dalmatian when she was a kid more ridiculous it's more ridiculous okay black her her father had a lot of freckles he was a white guy with a lot of dark freckles he left her when she was a child you're getting closer because a Dalmatian killed her mother Wait a second! Driving a fire truck, or but it, like mauled it to death, mauled her mom to death. In the movie, apparently, the the woman who raises Cruella, her her pseudo mother, um, asks for a raise from her rich boss, and the the instead of giving her a raise, the boss six her unleash the hounds, uh, unleashes the hounds, which are Dalmatians, and they they run the poor woman off a cliff and. Young Cruella witnesses the whole thing, which makes her turn evil. Oh, so that was the rich guy's plan. Have the fastest dogs, not bite her, just chase her around. Chase her off a cliff. <laughs> Do I have to feel bad for Cruella? To, can't she just be an evil lady? I know. Like when it's I like, watched the original, now I have to now feel I bad get for it. her? Now I get it. I'm kind of on Team Cruella now. No, it's two wrongs don't make a right. Those poor dogs didn't train themselves to be rude. This is a great tweet. I'm looking forward to the upcoming Disney movie Gaston, in which we get to see Gaston's parents murdered by literacy and respect for women. <laughs> <laughs> his, his mother was killed by a large book that fell off a large right. shelf. Uh, Dalmatians. <laughs> they killed my parents. Real Batman vibe going on there. Also, isn't she killing other animals? It's not just specifically... She, she wants to make them coats. into a coat, yeah. She has tons of different fur. Uh-huh. Huh. Well, I'm sure in, in Cruella 2, we'll find out why she hates uh, Mink. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play that montage that you made, Jim? Mm-hmm. I guess we have to. Simple plan? 
A simple plan. They're from Montreal, aren't they? They are. That song kind of sums up how I feel. And I'm trying to think. I think that song came out the last time the Leafs won a playoff. It came out in 2005. Oh, my. The Leafs haven't won a playoff series since Simple Plan, Untitled, How Could This Happen to Me came out. (laughs) (sighs) Seems like forever ago. Yeah. You you had something else you wanted to tell me about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, because, you know, people are talking about, oh, there's so much much pressure on the Leafs. You know, it's the toughest market to play in. And people go, well, what are you talking? They're professionals. They're getting paid millions, $10 million in some situations to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, don't talk to me about pressure. But there was a lot of pressure, especially this year. They had, like, they announced in January that uh, a documentary crew was following them around for the 2021 season, and they were going to be releasing a documentary on Amazon Prime all about this season later this year. Uh, The team announced the title, All or Nothing, Toronto Maple Leafs, a new multi-episode docu-series that's going to follow the team through the season and be released for viewing Amazon Prime later this year. That's right. All or nothing. Hmm. Looks like it's nothing. Yeah. Do you still release that docu? I mean, what well, is there you, to watch? You change the title. No, if you, you have are gonna, to keep if you're, it. If you're going to put it out. You, it's called All or Nothing. If you would have won it all, it would have been all. Now it's nothing. Sorry. <sighs> Like, I mean, who's going to watch that? Why would you, why would you, like, Leafs fans are who it's They don't want to put themselves through this again. Why would you go through that again? Yeah. In, in, in like, high definition, (laughs) cinematic uh, camera shots and, yeah, slow motion, uh, pucks flying by Leaf goalies. It's a, and it sucks for everybody working on this project. Like the director, the cameraman was telling his family, "Oh, we got this great Leafs documentary coming up. When Finally they win gonna- the cup this year, <laughs> yeah. this thing is going to be the number one viewed sports documentary of all time on Amazon." Yeah, Last Dance, Michael Jordan, pff, beat it. Hey, you got to be pretty confident if you're going to sign up for that documentary. Like they obviously thought something was going to happen here. They thought they were going to have a good run. Mm-hmm. I mean. They, they look like they were going to. I mean, <laughs> they they were supposed to. And it's a COVID year. You know, it's just a wild year in general. So why not have the camera crew, you know, banking on the fact that it could be, you know, the year. Toronto Maple Leafs All or Nothing, the number one most watched docu-series of all time in Montreal. And we're joined by Lindy, one of our listeners. Uh, Lindy bet on the Montreal Canadiens to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs against our own Jim Kelly, who's a diehard Leaf fan. Uh, still, right, Jim? You're you're sticking with the boys, even after really, another yeah. year of disappointment. I I I would only call myself diehard because I feel like I'm going to die <laughs> before they win the cup. Yeah. Just Sorry, today, pal. though, I'll be more optimistic next season. Uh, Lindy, against all odds, uh, your your Habs came back and they won last night the series. So, yeah. How are you feeling today? Congratulations, Montreal Canadiens. All the best to them and carry on and uh, carry on carrying the team. Yeah, Carey Price. You betcha. Hopefully he can keep it going for the series against Winnipeg. Yeah, I'm sticking with them and their sticks. Okay, Lindy. So, yeah, I get it. Sticks, hockey sticks. Sticking sticking with them. Um, We knew Lindy was going to sing the goal song for the Leafs if if she lost the bet, which was Hall & Oates, You Make My Dreams Come True. I wasn't really sure what song, Jim, I was going to choose for you to sing, but um, I I started thinking about the Bell Center in Montreal, and I've only seen two 
things at the Bell Center. I've seen Montreal Canadiens games mm-hmm. live at the Bell Center. And I, I have also seen um, the Queen of Quebec, Celine Dion, perform. Nice. Yeah, I took my wife to see Celine years ago, so I thought it would be very fitting, Jim. If you sang a little, my heart will goes on will go on for us this morning. But I would like you to change the lyrics. Um, only one line to the Habs will go on. I will not sing no because the Habs this will go not, on. I know, but you didn't say Jim will write a custom or sing a custom parody song. You said Jim will sing a song. Oh, you don't, want to do a whole you don't weird want to sing, you don't want to sing the Habs will go on? Is this where you draw the line? Yeah, say my Leafs will go on. No, you can't change the lyrics then. You have to <laughs> sing the actual song. And we all know when you say my heart will go on, you're talking about the Habs oh, going so on whatever, to round two. Fine, whatever. Okay, you ready to go? Okay. This is, this is uh, Celine. My heart will go on. Jim Kelly. Goes out to all my, my leaf brothers and sisters out there. No improv. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. That is how I know you. Go on. <laughs> Taz and Jim, it's time for sports. We are joined by Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Thanks for answering the phone this morning. Listen, unlike the Leafs last night, I show up for work. (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple people on Twitter suggesting that Dev... so I guess this is Dev's last day as your sports guy. No. If if every if every sports broadcaster who predicted the Leafs would win uh this series against the Habs was fired, there would be no one on TSN or Sportsnet today either. I've been ranting on this for a while, and it drives me nuts the defeatist attitude that I see in so many different uh, Toronto columns. I see it in so many tweets from Leaf fans. I was talking to a, like a friend uh, like a week ago, and he was saying that I'm a weird Leaf fan because all his other Leaf fans were expecting them to lose. I'm the weird one where I thought they had a good season and was confident they would move on. I didn't expect them to lose. They shouldn't have lost. 
They put themselves in a position to advance, and they choked. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. Leaf fans should be upset and frustrated today because they should be preparing for the Winnipeg Jets right now. Text message, it says, Taz, at least it wasn't you that jinxed the Leafs this year. It was Devin. Can we not agree at this point this jinx is uh, beyond the capabilities of one person? This is <laughs> this is a multi-level jinx that has yeah. been going for on for 50 plus years. <laughs> one of the craziest stats was the team that scores first almost every single time in a game 7 goes on to win and that happened last night. One of the weird things about this series is in most of the games, it didn't happen in every single game, but in almost every game this series, the road team scored first. The team that scores first in a game seven usually goes on to win, and that happened last night. Here's a stat that blew my mind, or a factoid, I should say. The last time the Leafs won a series was 17 years ago, playing against Jason Spezza. They beat the Ottawa Senators 17 years ago. That was the last time they won a playoff series. Spets is on their team this year. Couldn't win again. I hope Spets is on the team uh, next year. I know on, over the next week there's going to be a lot of uh, breaking apart the team. What do you do? What do you not do? What should change? Uh, I don't know exactly. I mean, you got to sit back and kind of reflect on this. But I do hope Jason Spets is back next year. I've enjoyed watching him at the Leafs, and I hope he's not ready to hang him up yet. Marner and Matthews not being able to put the puck in the net. Was that the tipping point for the Leafs? Listen, when you are Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, and you are making two of the top three salaries on the team, All the pressure is going to be on you. In a normal seven-game stretch, is Austin Matthews only going to score once? No, but on the flip side, William Nylander isn't going to score five times. But that's one of the weird things about playoff series. It's a seven-game series, and if you don't score, then you don't go on. And so they deserve the... I don't want to say blame, but they deserve to be front and center for the reckoning this team is going to have to go through because they're the leaders. They're the ones that drive the bus, and in this series, they did not do enough to put the Leafs over the hump. I saw Scott Radley from 900 CHML in Hamilton tweeted out an interesting stat last night. Out of the top 17 paid players in the NHL, there is only one player moving on to round two of the playoffs, and that is Carey Price. You really have to take your hat off to the way that Price played in that series. The latter half of the series, he had a save percentage of over 950. Like He was playing out of his mind. It was great if you're a Montreal fan, but if you were the Toronto Maple Leafs and they weren't playing a team with Carey Price in the uh, net, they probably would be in the second round right now, but they did, and they didn't score, and... It is what it is. How do you think this guy feels? Drunken 19-year-old man in Milwaukee uh, broke into an Airbnb. Just so happened there was three police officers staying at the Airbnb (laughs) at the time, and they documented the whole thing for their TikTok page. Well, apparently a drunk dude crashed with us last night. Matt finds this dude laying in a bed in our house. Dude uh, broke into the house in the middle of the night. (laughs) This silly guy found the one Airbnb in all of downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, loaded with cops. He woke up in handcuffs. What if that dude stumbled into a bed with a kid or my wife? 
I mean, it could have been a different morning, right? Lucky that there's dudes that actually know how to handle that. Dude. Man, that dude was super unlucky that he ran into those other dudes. <laughs> a lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. Dude. One, one dude out. Bro! I don't know arrest the, me, bro! <laughs> those cops are all chirping this guy, but he broke in there while three of them daintily slapped. Like, he, how do you... How does? I'm assuming he was drunk, but he got in there and there was three stellar cops... You know, sleeping uh, like uh, sawn logs in there, and he, he was able to break in and sleep on their their guest bed. Like, yeah, they, they're not that impressive either. They woke up and found him. Yeah, he wasn't charged. They didn't charge him because it was it was one of those things. Nineteen years old, he went out and partied too hard, yeah. and he thought he was going into a house that wasn't his house. Totally, he wasn't in there to steal anything. He mm-hmm. just thought he he had found his bed. But it wasn't his bed. So I guess in the end, he did catch a break. Yeah, free hotel room. Did they charge him? <laughs> Go, they didn't charge him criminally, the- and they didn't charge him for the overnight stay. Good so guys. He dude. avoided charges on all counts. <laughs> this has happened to a friend of mine. Maybe more than one, but I, yeah, people drink sometimes. And it's always when they're staying at a cottage that they don't actually stay at or something like that. Someplace they're not that familiar with. And they'll think they're in the right spot. Like, it happened to a buddy of mine in Grand Bend. He was staying at a friend's cottage, and he ended up in another person's cottage, woke up on the couch, and there was a guy with a frying pan over top of him saying, stay there, the cops are on their way. And he was like, no, man, I'm I'm, I'm in the wrong cottage. I'll leave right now. And he was like, you're not going anywhere. So he had to sit there. The cops. And did he get charged? No, they laughed. Said, get out of here again. He was like 22. I don't know what I'd do if I woke up and someone was sleeping on my couch. It would be freaky, (laughs) a freaky experience, even Mm -hmm. if even if they were passed out. Like, I'm surprised with how calm some people are dealing with that situation because I don't think I would be. Yeah, depends on what they're wearing. I make a lot of judgments. (laughs) I might do two frying pans, (laughs) do the bong in the head. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm saying if they look like they came from a party, like, you know what it is. But if they're wearing, like, a, you know, board shorts and a backwards hat, like, I'm not doing, but if they're wearing, like, coveralls and a hockey mask, <laughs> taking a nap, I'm not as cool. Yeah, chainsaw sitting on your coffee table. <laughs> Ooh. Really caught a break here, Ugh, folks. Close call. Okay, we got to let them have it here, Jim. Lee, go ahead. You're on the air with Taz and Jim. Yes, as a dedicated Montreal fan, I'd like to send this one with all of you Toronto fans. Another one bites the dust. But a dun dun dun. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> we, we are getting lots of song requests from Habs fans for Leaf fans this morning. Uh, Back Loser has mm-hmm. been uh, a big one, Jim. Mm-hmm. Some of the others on the list Sound of Silence. <laughs> Hello, Darkness, my old friend. Mad World, Gary Jules. Is anything super depressing? Mm. Gong show, Tom. Go oh, ahead. <laughs> I'm going to wear my house jersey all day today. It's funny you had given up on your team, though. Let's just call. Let's call you, it what it is. You did right. not think your team was going to win. I so did. You, you can't gloat as much as you, we would have allowed you to. It's if, true enough. If you had been all over and said, "Hey." The Habs are going to beat the Leafs. You never said that to us. No, you're right. I thought the Leafs would beat them. 
but I am so happy that they didn't. <laughs> Jim disagrees with me, but I said this is the Stanley Cup for the Habs. It doesn't matter what happens from here on out. The fact that they eliminated the Toronto Maple Leafs, their uh, arch rivals in the league, that, I think that's enough for Montreal. Yeah, you know what? Even if Winnipeg beats them four straight, I'm happy. They yeah, beat the not, Leafs, but that's good for me. It's obviously not their Stanley Cup, but it's a guilt-free exit from the playoffs after this. Exactly. I think they would have been fine if they forced when they forced Game Six. You know, well, it, the yeah. expectations were so low. Yeah. They, you know they, and that's and I think mentally that gave them a bit of an edge. They, I think, I think it did, guys. You know what? At the beginning of the series, I I thought the the Habs would be lucky to win a game. Yeah. And they ended up winning in seven. The Leafs choked again. I just I can't believe it. So a great line. Even with 550 healthcare workers in the crowd, the Leafs couldn't help but choke. <laughs> no. Even the healthcare workers couldn't perform the Heimlich on them. No, they couldn't. It was funny at 10 p.m. last night. I'm like, how many people have texted us this exact? We've seen it. Okay, if you're texting yeah. us the choke joke after 8:30 a.m., first off, we know you didn't make it up. Yeah, and exactly. secondly, it was funny last night. Not 12 hours later. No, not, it kinda, not It kind of sounded funny. No, it, it, the first person who wrote it is funny, but I see people tweeting it verbatim, acting like they were the ones who wrote it. Okay. Stop. Yeah, no, the Leafs, uh, the Leafs, the goaltending, I don't know about this Campbell dude. He had, what do you mean? He had a great, he had, he a, had a great, great playoff season. series. And he, his playoff was okay, but that I mean, one he let in on Gallagher last night was brutal. True, okay, maybe. But, I mean, it should never have come to a Game 7 for a young goal no. like that who has no playoff experience to be put in that situation up no, against Carey Price. Like, it's just not good. I, I don't think it's Campbell's fault at all. No, it's not Campbell's fault. Don't get, I'm not saying that. I'm just... Sorry, I'm all uh, bad now, Gong Show. Yeah, Jim, Jim has been trying to pretend he doesn't care this entire series. Well, I, but... I already sang damn Celine Dion song. Now i got to hear Gong Show go into it again. Well, I, think Gong, I think Gong Show is being pretty cordial here. Um, congratulations to your team, Tom, and uh, we'll, we'll watch what happens against Winnipeg moving forward. Appreciate okay? it, boys. Yeah. Have a great day. He could have been, been a lot ruder about it, Jim. Well, absolutely. No, he's a fun guy to have on. I just, I'm sick of it. <laughs> And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. It's Taz and Jim joined by Devin Peacock, our sports guy. And it's not all bad, Dev. Yeah, sure, some people are, are, are saying that your guarantees were a little over the top for the past three games in the Leafs-Hab series. But not Hab fans. You're getting a lot of love on social media and text messages from Montreal Canadiens fans saying, thank you, Peacock. That's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you this. I guarantee the Leafs are going to win this now. They're going to win the first round next year. Why don't you guarantee that the the Habs are going to beat the Winnipeg Jets? I guarantee I don't care about the Habs or the Jets. They can go go do whatever. I don't care about them. Who do you think is going to win that series, though? Do you think that Montreal has it in them to stretch another one out and, and move on to the third round? I honestly don't care. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, I hope the Jets win just, just for spite. I mean, um, but the, the Habs model of Carey Price carrying them through, he can do it. He just did it to the Leafs. But I think the Winnipeg Jets are the better team, and they should prevail. But I thought the Leafs were going to prevail, so uh, Winnipeg Jets probably don't want me uh, hyping up their team too much. 
I saw a tweet, I think it was the Beaverton, the satirical website tweeted out that the MVP of the series goes to Corey Perry's knee. How big was losing John Tavares for the Toronto Maple Leafs in this loss? It was a significant factor, but it's there's there's no excuses for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, they they went on to win uh, three games without him. They lost the game that he was injured in, and then they won three without him. They should have advanced without John Tavares in the lineup. The good news is he was skating before a game seven on Monday, and he looks to be pretty healthy given everything that happened. So given how serious it was when he was initially injured, it does appear John Tavares is in a good place. It wasn't uh, to be for the rest of this playoffs, but for next season, it looks at this point anyway that he's going to be okay. And it's not uh, what Leaf fans were hoping for in terms of all the good news you could have today. You would hope that, okay, maybe John Tavares could play in the second round and that they would be moving on to the second round. But that's not to be, but at least John Tavares looks like he's okay. I saw our buddy uh, Chris McLeod in Chatham tweet out <laughs> as soon as the game ended, well, good news, Leaf fans. Tavares and Muzzin are going to be playing in the next game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to be till the fall. Uh, this is what I hate about sports, where it can, just, um, it can affect you so deeply, where your team loses, and it's like a gut punch, but you keep coming back. Like, I am hopelessly addicted to uh, cheering for the Leafs. I don't under- this is why I don't understand how people can just cheer for multiple teams. I'm a Leaf fan. I will never not be a Leaf fan. I will never stop supporting the team. And for everyone who was upset, I was guaranteeing those wins. If they, played, if they play next year like they played this year, then guess what? I'm going to do it again. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.